Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is my thoughts, my opinions. A lot has happened since I last spoke with you guys. It seems as though Joe Biden has won the election for right now, though there are still lawsuits pending from the Trump administration. It's really crazy to see all these things taking place in this country. America has long been seen as somewhere that is stable, that doesn't really deal with things that are seen in third world countries, such as voter fraud, cheating, um, deceitful, and dishonest elections. That's typically seen in, in countries that are third world, such as Africa or Venezuela, places like this, we would, ex we, would be, we would be expecting this behavior from. But it's totally unprecedented. I mean, this is 2020, so I, it's not, it, doesn't, it doesn't necessarily surprise me. And also, it doesn't surprise me because the same thing that is happening now happened in 2016. People were making allegations that Trump's win was mainly due to Russian interference. And people were calling into question the validity of Trump's win in 2016. It's the same thing. It's just being repeated over again. And this is with Joe Biden. I don't know what's going to happen, uh, whether or not the, I don't know whether or not Joe Biden, Joe Biden's win can be overturned. I'm not sure. I do know this, that if, if it is, it's going to be absolute chaos. It's going to be absolute chaos. People are going to be in, in, in absolute uproar. I definitely feel that in my spirit. Um, but whatever the case may be, whatever is going to happen in this country, whatever direction it goes in, I know that God has his hand behind it. He, uh, it's like a, like a skillful surgeon with a scalpel in his hand. He's making precise cuts, guiding his hands and moving, in the, moving them in such a way that is purposeful, meaningful, and also, and most importantly, good. Any and all decisions made by God is good. Whoever he selects it to put in that office, whether it be Joe Biden or Trump, is good. It's good. I trust in that, and I believe that God is sovereign. He is always in control over all things. And knowing this is comforting to me, and I pray that it is also just as comforting to you. Moving on into other things that have been going on since I last spoke with you guys. Recently, there was a, a huge, I would say, Twitter explosion. Not really, because explosions on Twitter are, are quite common. You know, all it takes is somebody to speak a little truth and disagree with somebody and you have a, an entire uproar. But this one was especially especially interesting to me and that I wanted to talk about because it's, it's definitely been in discussion a lot these past, these past few years. And that is the feminization of men 
what does it mean to be a man and masculinity? What is what is that? This topic came way from Candace Owens, who was responding to Harry Styles, who is a UK singer, wearing dresses. In one of these photos, he is literally wearing a pink tutu. Kid you not, a, little, a literal pink tutu he's wearing. In, in response to seeing photos like this of this young man, Candace Owens responded with, there is no society that can survive without strong men. The East knows this. In the West, the steady feminization of our men at the same time that Marxism is being taught to our children is not a coincidence. It is an outright attack. Bring back manly men. And of course, you've had many people, real, really a select group of people who had a problem with this, those mainly being uh, people who identify as liberal, um, those who identify as LGBT, um, et cetera, those people um, who have that, that school of thought had, had issue with her, with her comments on Harry Styles wearing a dress. And these people gave reasons, all kinds of reasons, as to why it is okay for a man to wear a dress. Even went so far as to, pro to provide Jesus as an example. In an article posted by MSNBC, I don't even know who wrote it. <laughs> I don't even wanna know who wrote it because it's honestly stupid, but I'll read it. It says, let's start with a classic manly man. That's right, the kings of kings, Jesus Christ. According to historians, he wore a thin one-piece knee-length cloth tunic. It was a common undergarment for most men at the time, but because of his focus on income redistribu redistribution and helping the poor, another concept known for making Owens gasp, it makes sense that he wouldn't dress like the wealthier men of his time. He wore fuller length tunics. If Owen wants to live in a fantasy world where which men have always and exclusively wore pants, I wouldn't recommend she visit anyone in ancient Greece or Rome where tunics were hit with men. And, and these are the arguments and the defenses that they're putting up in response to what Candace Owen saying, is saying. Personally, I believe that a man does not wear a dress. It's not manly to wear a dress. Secondly, to provide Jesus as an argument for it being manly to wear a dress is unfounded because Jesus was not wearing a dress. He was wearing men's clothing for that time, right? Men's clothing which is, which is essentially a, a tunic translated into a modern context would be the modern day of jeans, shirt, shoes. That would be the modern equivalent. He was wearing men's garments, men's clothing for that time period, men's fashion. Harry Styles is wearing literal women's garments pieces that are made exclusively for women. It is not the same. And these arguments 
that are being provided and how strongly these people are coming out in defense of this type of behavior brings a lot of questions. It began to make me question whether or not there really is an agenda being pushed by mainstream media to feminize men. I believe the answer to that question is yes. I found this answer so plainly in how things are being marketed and presented to viewers and consumers of media. One of these ways that I'm that I'm seeing the, the, the feminization of men being promoted and pushed towards the masses is through rappers. You are seeing so many rappers in dresses, wearing purses, and trying to say that this is okay and this is just expressing a, a side of, of him. You know, that's, that's what I've noticed is that when they try to introduce these radical ideas, such as socialism, men wearing dresses, homosexuality, it always starts in little pieces, bite side pieces. Because if they were to introduce to you what they truly intend to do, it will be met with swift rejection entirely. But if you begin to condition people and get people used to certain things, to a certain culture, little by little, they're going to accept it until the entire system is implemented without them even knowing. So I feel like they're trying to condition people into say, you know, no, this is what a man is supposed to be. A man, a man can wear a dress. A man, a man should wear a dress. And, you know, this is a part of his masculinity. He should embrace his, his femininity. You know, that's also a part of him as well, too. So little by little, they're trying to get people attuned and agreeing with this rhetoric. And my honest reaction to all of this is that it's just disgusting and sad. It's disgusting and sad because there are so many young children out here who are growing up in homes in which there is absolutely no guidance. There's no guidance from, from God. And there is no guidance from the parents for reasons that you know, mom or mom or dad may be working a job that are long hours, so they're not at home a lot. Whether or not they're in the household at all or in their lives at all to begin with. And they don't have God on top of that. So they are honestly just left to the world. Their main influence, the person who's teaching them values and Things like what it means to be a man, what a man is, what a woman is, is being left up to the world to decide for them. And that's such a tragic thing to see. And I'm, I can already predict and how this is going to impact society. It's going to impact society negatively. I touched on this in a previous podcast, but we're going to be Raising up a generation that is 
that is based on moral subjectivity, that is being based off of how one feels and not on fact. A generation that is based on feelings and not on absolute truth and standards. Because honestly, that's what it is. And that's where these arguments are coming from. It's like, if you feel like you're a man, or if you feel like you're a woman, then you should be that. If you feel like that you're a man and you want to wear a dress, you should do that. But they don't understand that you're opening up a door that's going to be inviting things that you're not going to be ready for. And these, and honestly, these things that are entering the door, right, initially, the world is going to be responsive to it. They're going to try to swat it down. But eventually, that's going to become acceptable. I'll give you an example, right? When we're, when we're, when we allow society to live off feelings, we're, we can start having people like perverts coming out of the, out of wherever they're coming from and saying, you know, I feel like I like little boys. I, I, I really, I feel like I've, I really like little boys and I feel like I should be able to date little boys and little girls. And what do you have to say to this person to tell them that they're wrong? How can you tell that that person is wrong? Because the entire structure is based off of feelings. So if he feels that, who are you to tell him that he's wrong? You can start to see how dangerous this is and how careful people need to be with going off of and living off your feelings. It's very, very, very dangerous. And people need to understand that, but they don't. So there definitely is an agenda to feminize men. And, and since there is an agenda to feminize men, I am then led to ask, why does Hollywood and those in mainstream media have an agenda to feminize men? My answer to this is the devil. See, you have to understand something about, about the enemy. He wants to take the holy things of God and pervert them and twist them and sell them to you. He wants to lead you to self-destruction. He wants to have you believing and living in lies so that you can destroy yourself. The devil is using Hollywood, mainstream media, and all of these things to confuse people, to confuse children, and direct them and to direct their lies to a lie. He wants to direct them into believing that a man is a woman and a woman is a man, that these two things can, can exist, that those feelings that you have are not wrong, and that you should embrace them. He's feeding and telling people lies so they can destroy themselves. He is using mainstream media in Hollywood. He is using colleges. He's using all of these things all combined together to destroy man. 
doing all these things to destroy man and to confuse people. What do you think when a little kid sees uh, a rapper on the internet and he's wearing a dress? Well, he's gonna be like, well, I, I thought women wear dresses. Why is he wearing a dress? You see that, we see what I'm saying? That brings about confusion. God does not bring about confusion. He brings clarity. There's a lot of confusion in that. And I can already tell you anywhere that there is confusion, God is not present. He wants to confuse young men. He wants to confuse young women into thinking that there's something that they're not. And one of the ways that he's used the education system is through the teachings of the Big Bang Theory and Darwinianism. The belief that there is, there isn't any natural order to things, right? A man is not, the roles assigned to a man and a woman don't have any reason behind them. Nobody created, the, created man and woman and the roles of a man and a woman with any particular purpose in mind. I mean, these things just happened. You know, just one particular moment, all these things came together into a big bang. And then, you know, the birds and the trees and society came about all at once. And to believe that you just happened on a, a, a random chance, that's a lie. That's a lie. And that leads many young people to be depressed and lost because they don't know their value. They don't know their origin or where they come from. And then you're telling them that they just came from nothing. It just came from nothing. That's not, for one, that doesn't make any sense. Nothing can't create something. I'll give you an example. A book cannot come together, bound itself, put words onto pages, have illustrations on pages all by itself. In order for there, to, for there to be a book, it has to be an author. In order for it to be a painting, it has to be a painter. Things don't create themselves. There is a natural order for things. Things aren't just the, the way they are just because. Society and humanity and the things in this world have been ordered by God. And the way that God has ordered them have purpose and meaning behind it. It's not just random. Don't live and believe in that lie that the devil has told you that. God has created man and woman for a purpose. For a purpose. And people need to understand that and to reject the lies that the devil is feeding people because he is honestly just having a field day and twisting and manipulating all the things that God has created and trying to turn them inside out so that he confuse people so that he can lead people down a path of destruction 
But all of this, with these two questions answered, there is an agenda. The devil is using Hollywood education system and various other things to lead people into lies and into self-destruction. Then what is the truth? What does it mean to be a man? I want to look at this biblically and from the opinions of other men. So I've spoken with a few, uh, a few of my friends, a few of my older friends, my dad, and some other men in my family to get their opinion on, on what it means to be a man. What it means to be a man from the opinions of other men that I've asked is being a man is about being solid, dependable, responsible. Masculinity is the active principle. It sets things in motion, but it's also constant and unyielding. It's about strength, persistence, resilience, and composure. It's bold, decisive, deliberate, and overt. Another adds a combination of all, how he dresses and how he take cares, how he takes care of his family. You need a mixture of all to be a man. Another says, to me, the answer to this question lies between being a boy and being a great man. When I was a boy, I didn't think about the future. Another adds, a real man accepts responsibility, leads courageously, is not passive, looks for the greater reward, works for a living, is a one woman man, and lives for a greater cause, and lives for a cause greater than himself. Personally, I feel a man is the sum of culture and spiritual. Examples and ex examples of culturally manly things would be fashion. So how he dresses with the, 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 the pieces of clothing that he wears. So culturally, in this day and age, a man wearing a dress, it's not a man, culturally speaking. No. Women wear dresses. That's women's clothing. His hobbies. Fishing, hunting, playing sports. These are examples of these are examples of hobbies that are considered to be manly. These are manly things. And by doing these things culturally, he is uh deemed as as a man so that's the first component the other component i would say is spiritual and this spiritual component i believe is the key component the only com the, the main component that that truly matters and this component of being a man is honestly simple to be a man in the spiritual sense, is to be an imitator of Christ. That is the blueprint for all men. Jesus was a manly man and embodied everything, both in exterior and interior, of what it means to be a man. But most importantly, inside, his spirit embodied and just truly represented what it means to be a man. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 through 2. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love just as Christ also loved. Imitate Christ and you will become a man. 
I'm not saying that it's going to be a perfect, a seamless imitation because we are all human. We are all flesh. We are weak and we will fail and always fall short. But God's grace makes the bridge between those two things and brings them together. But being a man, if you want to have qualities of a true man, you will be able to accomplish this through imitating Christ. So do not model yourselves after rappers, after entertainers, after actors, people in the media. Don't do that. These people are in a evil, wicked industries. So these people are not people that you should look up to. You shouldn't. Model yourself and look to Jesus and Jesus only as somebody who is the blueprint for what it means to be a man. And I think most importantly, in the Bible also speaks about this, one of the key components that shows that an individual is truly a man can be found in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 11. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and responded as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. It comes a time in a man's life where he has to grow up. That is something that I think that is core in being a man, is being mature. In maturity, for one, is not dependent upon age. It's not dependent upon age. Because I know and have seen a lot of 40-year-old, quote, men who act and think as little boys who are still going around drinking and partying and constantly living as them past self, as their past self. They're constantly living as their past self, constantly saying, oh, we remember back in the college days, going out to clubs, trying to hang out with young people, constantly talking about having relations with women and flaunting yourself and doing all of these things that are there are behaving in a way that is common among amongst boys and they're 40. So it's it's not on age. It comes a point in your life where you have to put away childish things and to accept the responsibility that you have in this world, accepting the responsibility that God has placed on you to putting away these behaviors and these thoughts and start taking things seriously. When you're a kid, you think and behave as a kid. Your, your decisions and how you evaluate decisions are short term. You know, I'm gonna go to this party tonight, you know, I just wanna have fun, just go out, you know, live my life, do the things that I wanna do. Um, it doesn't matter, I'm young, I have time, I'm invincible, I can do whatever, yada, 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 that whole spiel. Um, is that of a, a young person? 
a person who is immature and who has not grown into their adulthood. And there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of currently right now we live in a society of little girls and little boys, people who do not want to accept responsibility for their decisions and people who do not want to grow up and to leave childish things in their childhood. People want to bring their childhood into their adulthood. People don't want to grow up, but you have to. I think that's, that's where the issue lies. To be a man is to be an imitator of Christ and someone who is willing to accept responsibility for their choices and to be mature, to be mature, to put down childish things. This is what I think about what it means to be a man. Now, others may define it in different ways and may see it in a different way, but I definitely feel this is what it truly means to be a man. Now, am I saying that I am a man right now? No. Still a boy. That is becoming a man. That is making active steps to truly embrace this next phase of my life. Coming to terms with reality. Coming to terms with I can't just sit up and sit around anymore and just have decisions in life just planned out for me. I can't wait on my parents to make decisions for me. I can't just sit by and just float through life. I can't just put my hands up and refuse to take responsibility for things. I can't do the things that I used to. I have to put those things away and grow up. That's what I'm doing. That's, I am actively making steps toward that because I know currently as it stands, I cannot survive in this world. Because in order for it to survive in this world, you need to be a man. You need to be a woman. The world, world is a tough game. And if you're going running around and acting like little boys and little girls, you're going to get chewed out. You're going to get chewed out by life. And reality is going to hit you. So I would say the best thing that you can do, if you're a young person watching this, prepare yourself for adulthood. Stop going on Instagram and looking at these things. Stop chasing after women, um, trying to... You know, do this with that girl, do that with that girl. Start really thinking about, okay, why am I here? How am I going to serve God for the rest of my life? Start thinking about that and also think about what skills am I going to need to carry out the will of God? And begin to cultivate those skills. Begin to work on yourself first and foremost. But in order to get in that mindset, that takes some level of maturity. So remember, it comes a time where you have to grow up and you have to put away childish things. You cannot 
live, think, and behave as a child anymore. You have to become mature. Maturity is core to what makes a man. And also what makes a woman as well, too, is maturity. So we have to grow up um, as a people, as a nation, and as, as, a wor as the entire world. And I know that it's extremely difficult because we live in a culture that makes it comfortable to be little boys and little girls. It's okay to, you know, be staying at your parents' house and, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to leave mommy and daddy's house. It's okay. You know, you don't have to accept responsibilities, responsibility, your parent, your parents will take care of it. We live in a world that, that promotes that and wants to extend, we live in a society that wants to avoid all responsibility and accountability. You know, we're, we're trying to push that away and, and, and avoid that reality. And I'm saying to you that in spite of the world and society we live in, to go against the grain, to say, you know what, even though that I live in a world that, that wants me to be a little boy, that doesn't want me to, to take responsibility as a man and to grow up, I'm still going to grow up. I'm still going to be mature and I'm still going to do the things that a man needs to do. When you become a man, you begin to realize things that matter. You begin to care about your purpose. You begin to cultivate skills that will help you carry out your purpose. These are the things that will, that will happen and things that mature men do. That's what men do. And you have to begin to, to do these things. Because you're not going to stay a little boy forever. This is not Peter Pan. It sucks, I know. It's, it, I, 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 honestly, it, to, to think that if you're, if you're sitting here thinking that I'm, have fully come to grips with this reality, I haven't. I'm still struggling with it. It is honestly a shock to the system because I've never truly had to well, now I'm at the point in my life where I am making decisions for myself and for my life. And, uh, and I'm realizing that the decisions that I'm making matter. And the decisions that I make now are going to set me up for my future. And it's a lot to take all of this, take all of this in at once. It's a lot. But slowly, I'm, I'm processing it, and I'm digesting it, and I'm taking it in. And soon, I will be a man. I've already made, I've already made great steps to doing so. I feel like I'm a lot farther, and this is not even on no cocky, no, like, oh, he thinks he's better than some people. Uh, when I say this, I, I honestly speak objectively, and I speak of the things that I'm saying. I am, in comparison to the general population of, of men, I'm a lot farther along than a lot of people. I have always 
been been more of a long term thinker. I've never really thought as a, you know, this is just for the night. You know, I mean, who, who cares? It doesn't matter. Um, it's not going to hurt anybody. You know, just do what makes me happy. Uh, who cares what the, what the consequence is? You know, we're, we're just living. I never really had that mindset. I've always thought of what is this going to do for me? How am I setting myself up? Where do I want to be? I've always thought about that. I've always thought about that. And having that level of maturity, I'm not fully mature. I have some level of maturity. It's not fully advanced, but it's there. And it's, it's been there for quite some time. But it's, we're getting there. But having that level of maturity has helped me to avoid a lot of things avoid a lot of pitfalls. A lot of mistakes that people make are based off their immaturity. A lot of people end up going away to prison and, you know, getting an STD or having children at a young age because they're immature. They're not thinking about the decisions that they're making. They're just doing what they do and not taking accountability or responsibility for the choices that they make. If you don't grow up, you're gonna have to face the consequences of that. And it's gonna hit you. It's gonna hit you. So grow up. Begin to think about what it is that you are set here to do. Grow up. Leave these things behind. Leave these mentalities, these philosophies. Leave them behind. It's time to grow up. It's time to take responsibility. It's time to own up for the choices that you make. That's what it means to be a man. To be an imitator of Christ and to accept and own up to the choices that you make and to be actively working towards your purpose and cultivating skills that will aid you in accomplishing and living out your purpose that God has set forth for you. That's what it means to be a man. And in order to do that, you're going to have to swallow the pill of reality. And I'm telling you, it's a tough one to get down. Going to need a lot of water. It, the tough pill of reality, it's going to be a tough one to swallow. But it's best to start now. Best don't, don't wait. Don't wait until you become 18, 19, 20, 25, 30. Don't wait. Don't wait. It is better to start when you are young when you still have room to make mistakes, you still have room to figure things out, than to wait when you get into your 30s and you're in a mar and you're in a relationship, a committed relationship, to begin to figure out what it is to be a man and to start to want to mature. Completely different thing. And honestly, I don't know why you would wait that long. 
you have really complicated things if you're waiting in your third. But I see it on a lot of people and I see how that plays out into their relationships and how that plays out into how they are as functioning members of society. They don't contribute anything to society, quite frankly. Little boys don't build anything. They don't care about anything because they have no purpose. They have no drive. They don't know what they're doing. They're just doing mindlessly. And it's an, it's a, it's a, it's an epidemic. It's a pandemic. It's worldwide. And we have to, we have to tend to that. Cause things can honestly get really, really bad if we don't change up the pace and start focusing on, focusing on coming into our adulthood and coming into the responsibilities that come with that. It's definitely going to reap some harsh consequences in the near future. With that being said, I talked about a lot today. I pray that you would think about this if you're a young man listening to this. I pray that you would realize that you can't continue to live and think as a child. It comes a point in your life to where you have to grow up and you have to come into your responsibilities as a man. You have to come into your purpose that God has set forth for you. And you have to begin to start working on cultivating those skills. Leave, leave the woman behind, leave all that stuff. Focus on building yourself and focus on building your relationship with Jesus. Be an imitator of Christ. Look to Jesus as an example and as a model to follow for your definition as a man. This is my advice to you, and I pray that you would take it and think about it seriously. Because the longer you wait, the more time passes by, the older you get. And pretty soon you're going to look up and you're going to be that 40-year-old man who's still acting as though he is a little boy. Who is loud, obnoxious giving out high fives, who is ever so focused on women, who has not cultivated any skills, has not worked or made any progress toward his purpose, just living. You're going to be that guy. And I encourage you not to be that guy, despite society wanting you to be just like that. Don't. Be a man. Be a man. Love you. Be blessed. Be safe. Peace.